some Qantas workers are more equal than others. The Australian government sold Qantas for $2.1 billion, first by sale of 25% to British Airways in 1993, and then the remaining 75% by public float in mid-1995. At about the same time, the Australian government sold all its major airports. Previously, in 1992, the Australian government sold its publicly owned domestic carrier to Qantas. It was one of the most profitable airlines in the world. Even during the pandemic in 2022, Qantas has a revenue of over $5.9 billion per annum. Qantas leases many of its planes while its A380s are in mothballs, with their pilots stood down. Who does own Qantas in 2022? Is it owned by foreign hedge funds and financial institutions? Who owns the Qantas debt? Are the rules against foreign ownership effective? At the time of privatisation, the Australian government introduced enterprise bargaining which meant that wages and conditions for Qantas workers were set by agreement between unions and employer. Over the years, Qantas sold off parts of its workforce to subsidiaries and thereby introduced contract labour. In 2011, Qantas management grounded its entire international and national carriers in response to union demands for better wages and conditions and the union's opposition to contract labour. Let's have a listen to this interview of the Qantas CEO, Alan Joyce, by an ABC journalist. Mr Joyce, is it fair to have people working side by side, doing the same job, employed by different companies, on entirely different rates of pay, all wearing the Qantas uniform? Um, well, Stephen, that's, that's the thing that's done. Uh, that's a thing that's done around the industry, and there's uh, a lot of other companies do the exact same thing on it. What we've had to do over the years is become efficient to be able to compete in a very competitive market. I would say that the Australian domestic market is the most competitive in the world. We've seen airlines like Virgin, like Bonza, like Rex, come into the market and start up from scratch. And a national carrier to survive has to, has to, have, has to have adapted to it. Is it fair? It, it's, a, it's a necessity for, for us to keep, um, to keep um, our business going. There is a new federal government elected on a mandate of same job, same pay. How are you anticipating that will affect your business model? So same, same job, same pay, we're obviously like everybody talking to the government about it. But can I ask, so how do you define that? So somebody flying a Dash 8, should they get the same pay as somebody flying an A380? Because it's the same job, it's a pilot. What about cabin crew working side by side, employed by different entities, some Ste within the Qantas Stephen, group? Stephen, I'd ask you to respect that we're here to talk about the results. We spent two months trying to secure an interview with Alan Joyce. I'm happy to do it. You've got an invite from me to do a full sit-down interview, to do a live. You can have me uh, for 15 minutes, 20 minutes to cover all these issues. My efforts to interview him here were cut short. Not long after, I was escorted from the building by security. 
So what do the workers have to say about this state of affairs? Here's an interview with one of the cabin stewards on the A380s. George Orwell summed it up perfectly in his quote that all animals are created equal, but some animals are more equal than others. And that was our working environment on board that aircraft every day. On Qantas Domestic, hourly base rates can vary from about $40 for legacy staff. I don't work for a tea and coffee company. I work in a safety environment and I work on a heavy piece of machinery. I am the airline's first responder. If there is a fire, I'm required to run towards it. If there is a medical emergency, I'm required to run towards it and render all help. So for that critical safety sensitive role, basically people are now being paid the same as if they worked in a fast food um, outlet or worked at a supermarket. Notwithstanding that people who work in Coles and Woolies are at the front line of the pandemic and their job is far more skilled than what people would give them credit for, the steward has made his point about the unfairness of being paid $23 per hour alongside someone who's being paid $40 an hour for doing the same work. In 2009... Qantas CEO Alan Joyce had taken the COBAR option, that is withdrawing work from its employees, standing them all down with the threat of the sack. He got management to load and unload the planes. This was unsafe. The Fair Work Commission, introduced by the Australian Government in 2009, ruled in favour of Qantas. They threw up their hands knowing it was unfair because Joyce threatened to sack them again if they were reinstated under union conditions. Not for the first or the last time. Such moves by Fair Work Commission have generally had bipartisan support in the Australian Parliament. At no stage did the ACTU take strike action against secondary boycotts that could have saved the Qantas workers. In 1986, the Australian government had sacked all the pilots from Australian airlines and replaced them with military personnel. The government refused to repeal sections 45D and E of the, Austra- of the Trade Practices Act, which made secondary boycotts unlawful. These laws were introduced by the Fraser government during the live export of cattle dispute in the late 1970s. It was done to crush the Beat Workers Union. Similar laws are now used against all workers and their unions that stand up to companies like Qantas demanding a fair go. Secondary boycotts are essential because you can impose black bans against a company that is not treating its workers fairly. Also, you can impose green bans for social and community issues, environmental issues, on companies that insist on polluting with the burning of fossil fuels. So the secondary boycott strength is that one set of workers can go on strike against their own company and try to influence their company's dealings with the third-party company. In this case, subsidiaries of Qantas could be supported by, say, legacy staff that are employed directly by Qantas. For example, people on the ground could refuse to load baggage into planes where they feel that the Qantas stewards employed by a subsidiary of Qantas are treating their workers unfairly. That's 4PR, Voice of the People. Let's go out with the song Dusty Springfield singing windmills of your mind. Right.
circle in a spiral Like a wheel within a wheel Never ending or beginning On an ever spinning wheel Like a snowball down a mountain Or a carnival balloon Like a carousel that's turning Running rings around the moon Like a clock whose hands are sweeping As the minutes of its face And the world is like an apple Whirling silently in space Like the circles that you find In the windmills of your mind Like a tunnel that you follow To a tunnel of its own Down a hollow to a cavern Where the sun has never shone Like a door that keeps revolving In a half-forgotten dream Or the ripples from a pebble Someone tosses in a stream Like a clock whose hands are sweeping Jingle in your pocket, words that jangle in your head. Why did summer go so quickly? Was it something that you said? Lovers walk along the shore and leave their footprints in the sand. Is the sound of distant drumming just the Just hanging in a hallway And the fragment of a song Half remembered names and faces But to whom do they belong? When you knew that it was over You were suddenly aware That the autumn leaves were turning To the color Smile like a